0: I love this one. I love love I love I I love I I love I love I love I love I I love I love <laughs> I <love Slither.
1: laughs> Welcome back to System and Distrivia, the podcast where Jathon doesn't understand free open source software. This is Brent. I'm Jonathan, and I'm Payton. Now, Payton, are you still playing
2: Slither? I am not playing Slither right now. I'm, J-Thon, I, stopped playing I am Slither.
0: not. I stopped playing when I had to open the unfortunate Snapchat from
1: Payton. <laughs> Wait, wait, Peyton, did you really send him your dick? I
2: did not. <laughs> no. I did not. No. Just my boxers.
1: Okay. Which is still weird. Because I, I would have sent him my dick I... just to get him to shut up. No, you wouldn't. Next time. I, Don't actually, try me. Next time. Try me. I won't add you on Snapchat now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Try me. See what happens. If you want All our Snapchats,
2: right. let us know. We'll, uh, we'll add no. you. No. No, no, no.
1: I'm not. I, I
2: will not.
0: add anybody that wants to be added. You would. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put it in the show notes. I'm one for
2: the people. <laughs> I, you know what you guys are like donald trump i'm not and I'm on Bernie. for the people's dicks i will add anyone who wants to add me as well but i will not send anything terrible unlike jayton i don't send sends, anything terrible. i have to i have to admit jayton sends me very terrible things like All he right. sends me one time he's spinning around in a chair just <laughs> just don't don't <laughs> the most inane
1: shit in- inane is so is the right if you if you do become snapchat uh friends is that the ter- terminology
2: Snapchatter. Yeah, it's add Snappers? friends is what it says. Friends? Friends I guess.
1: Okay. Um if you if you do become Snapchat friends, I guess with Jathan, do us all a favor and send him a picture of the grossest thing you can. If it's if it's like an anal cyst or uh, <laughs> God, or yes. maybe just have some really gnarly private bits or oh my god. Uh, oh my god. Just send him all Jathan's way. Whatever. All the time. New let's try and let's try and get them <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> let's just try and get them off Snapchat forever yeah. anyways so we uh, we actually have some pretty good content tonight I think I'm pretty excited about it yeah we do wait a second uh, yeah what are you drinking oh you beat me to it I was just about to ask um, I am drinking the same rum as the the previous two times actually I'm gonna I'm gonna crack that open right now
2: I am drinking Buckeye vodka as normal well damn i am drinking
0: something from denver beer company called princess yum yum it is a raspberry colch i'd say it's a very good summer beer and it's very warm in my closet all i need is some sand it'll be just like the beach are you
2: sure the princess needs his princess beer
0: um well you can try it i don't think that a princess would drink it though
2: oh yeah is it a hard beer no. Why you
1: got to be sexist, Jason. No, yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't yeah. say...
2: Like, women why, can drink beer. I didn't say a woman Absolutely. wouldn't
1: drink beer.
0: I said a princess wouldn't. How do you know? Because well, well, yeah. princesses drink wine and shit. Maybe, princess maybe Diana, Diana, Diana fucking was like, you know, fought with the rebels. Yeah. Yeah, but did you see her popping open any
1: beer?
2: Well, maybe Diana was doing... I don't think you saw any things.
1: beer in Star Wars. Okay, well, that's because... You saw blue milk. Blue milk. I feel like Leia would drink blue milk.
2: I, I think Leia would drink... Beer. I think Space Leia beer? would. I think Leia would drink Jethan under the table. Oh, for sure, and dude. still be like sober. Whatever, and he'd be laying there like. Ugh.
1: Yeah, you don't. You don't even <laughs> see any traditional alcoholic drinks, like even in the cantina scene. Like it's all like multicolored shit with with like carbon dioxide pouring like dry ice in it or yeah, something. Yeah, that
2: was cool. That one scene's cool. He's like.
1: Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> oh, the little the little furry <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, I forget what race that's called. I but yeah. Of course, it's, yeah.
2: it's legendary. Legends now, not, you know. Oh, right. right. Actual it's canon.
1: Non-canonical. Mm-hmm. Pff, fuck that shit. All right. You know what? Let's just go to the
2: news. Let's go to the news.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm it's excited,
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is paid with the News. We have several good articles tonight. We have the San Bernardino iPhone case. Once again, we're talking about this. Nothing of interest was found. Duh. If you're surprised by this, please raise your hand. Apparently, investigators spent months trying to access this device and even took Apple to court, suing them to get them to unlock the iPhone in question. They have not, of course, disclosed how they did so, but it appears they paid more than $1 million for the unlock. It's rumored that the unlock came from, or was developed by, possibly a third party. Uh, That's all I have to say about that. Mm -hmm. A former Tor developer created malware. Obviously, I can talk about it in the discussion. Former Tor developer created malware for the FBI to hack Tor users. This is a story that blows my mind. Like, Yeah.
1: Wow. I want to I talk first about that in oh, the yeah. discussion segment for sure. So,
2: in news straight from, oh my fucking God, are you serious, but are you really surprised, a developer for Tor, Matt Edmund, I have no problem calling this guy out, who is a cybersecurity expert, worked part-time on the Tor project almost a decade ago, right around 2008. He has apparently developed a fairly potent malware used by law enforcement to unmask TOR users. This has been used in several investigations by law enforcement and U.S. intelligence agencies in several high-profile cases. Now, the article that I was reading did not list those cases. Uh, I can do the research if you, if any listeners are curious. Uh, he also apparently, while working with the TOR project, was also employed by a defense contractor that was working for the FBI to develop anti-TOR no conflict of interest whatsoever. Right, 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 right. Talk about burning the candle at both ends. Edmund worked for a company called Mitre, or Mitre, M-I-T-R-E, Mitre. Corporation, Mitre. which,
0: yeah, yeah right.
2: As a private nonprofit, earned nearly $1.5 from work with the USDOD and other federal agencies. This company also apparently, while maintaining the Common Vulnerabilities and Exposures list... I was
1: just about to mention It that, was yep, also mate. paid by the
2: federal government to develop and deploy hacks for the Tor network and others. Uh, it's mm. much like a snake eating its own tail. It's fantastic. I love it. Uh, also, if you're a Spotify user, there's a Spotify leak. Hundreds. There are hundreds of us. Credentials from Spotify appear online. Users report accounts hacked and emails changed. A list containing hundreds of Spotify account credentials, including emails, usernames, passwords, account type, and other details, showed up on Pastebin in what appears to be a security breach. The accounts posted were contacted by TechCrunch, who reported that they were compromised only days ago. However, Spotify has reported that it has not been hacked. User records are secure. Uh, the list is not only from the U.S., but is worldwide, and includes subscription details, including when it expires, uh, and type. Uh, One user reported, I suspected my account had been hacked last week as I saw recently played songs that I'd never listened to, so I changed my password and logged out of all devices. Uh, That sounds more like a paranoid than anything else, but hey, whatever. Uh, Mm -hmm. However, it's not quite clear if this is an old list as well. Only one account attempted at a login was allowed in. Also, some users reported they were kicked out of Spotify, one apparently in the middle of streaming music. Some users have reported that they had to contact Spotify customer service to get their access restored. So uh, it's the the article that I was reading is in the show notes. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure if this is a recent thing. If it's you know this has been data that's been around for a while. Like I said, they they tried to access a couple of accounts, only one let them in. Who who knows?
1: I, I don't really have enough to talk about it in the discussion segment, but I did want to say this. I contacted one of my uh, my infosec contacts on mm-hmm. Twitter in a PM or excuse me ter- DM direct message, and he said yeah it's it's really unlikely that it's a legit breach. Because there's only a hundred, so more likely it, right. it's it's more likely a, a public public terminal or a network leak or something, not not Spotify controlled. So in other words, yeah. like a airplane terminal <laughs> or airplane Wi-Fi or something like that.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah, which I,
1: makes a lot more sense.
2: Sure, sure. So on our next bit of news, a German nuclear power plant was shut down by malware on the 30th anniversary or around the 30th anniversary of Chernobyl. Uh, in other news, J. and I are going to visit Chernobyl so I can push him into the elephant's foot. Uh, <laughs> a routine security audit discovered malware on the computer systems of the Kontramingen nuclear power plant. I worked very hard on that pronunciation, but if I screwed it up, please, please, please let me know. It was discovered on the plant's Block B IT network that handles fuel handling. Uh the infection was most likely an accident and not an actual attack. They did not reveal the name of the malware strain but they are classifying the incident as an in for normal. The plant is currently offline as they go through security procedures to verify there are no further infections. Also it's considered Germany's most outdated power plant and is scheduled to be shut down in 2021.
1: They should just just fast track that at they, that point.
2: They sh- they probably should. I mean cuz you, you, like, you don't want to
1: mess with malware like you don't want to mess with yeah. rooted boxes inside a power plant, you know. Yeah even yeah. if they properly air gap and everything like i i would still be like eh, well, look if we're gonna take this down in like five years anyway you know yeah i i think i'm i think it being a quote-unquote accident rather than a targeted attack makes it even worse you know right
2: yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. i, I oh, agree i mean it's, and uh it...
1: one more thing about the spotify before we move mm-hmm. into discussion mm-hmm. um spotify is did acquire cloud images or something like that it's like a, a crowd-sourced con- live concert image thing really? so they acquired it right around the same time so i'm wondering if all these weird disconnects and stuff like that w- was them incorporating the uh the acquisition I, into their service
2: you know it's possible i mean i i i'm surprised that someone was like disconnected in the middle of their streaming uh, mm. i'm not sure I'm not 100 sure how the service works, but I am fairly confident that just because you logged in somewhere else doesn't mean you were locked out or stopped elsewhere.
1: It only that only happens if it's you know the same account and if it's playing music at the other end. Hmm. Um, and even then, sometimes it doesn't always happen. But right. I I think it, it has more to do with some kind of rollover type thing. And you know we we could totally be wrong about this. This is all conjecture on our part, of course. But of course it. Only a couple hundred, and and there's probably millions of Spotify users. Easily. So uh,
2: yeah, I I I don't know what the, uh, the at exact the very least but...
1: hundreds of thousands, right? There's so a, we gotta should be a lot. Yeah, so we should be seeing a lot more if it's an actual breach. I I really think it was like some kind of airport slow collection kind of a thing. Okay,
0: so March 2016, they had 30 million people who were paying. Hmm. So, the free users plus paid users has got to be more than that.
2: Yeah. yeah. As of March 2016, they had 30 million. So, 200, At is, least, yeah. 200 is is a drop in the bucket.
1: Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, uh, yeah, that's and 200 easily could be explained by uh, an airport or, yeah, I say airport because they say global accounts, you know, but like, right. Uh, or like a, a cafe near an airport or in a mm-hmm. highly traveled city or something like that. Like, you said a Dropbox there. And easily you can collect that kind of information oh, over yeah. a month. Yeah. Oh, not man. even a month. A week.
2: I, would, I would, Three days. I would say a day.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. M- maybe not a day, but I would give it maybe like three days and you could easily get yeah. like, a couple yeah. hundred. Yeah.
2: I could see. I could see that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, although if it's around the holidays, a day easily for sure. Yeah.
2: I mean, hell, even on a college campus.
1: Mm-hmm. College campus. Although that doesn't, it doesn't really speak a lot of. Claim to the global account thing. Well, it depends how global. Which is why global. I'm leaning more towards an airport.
0: I mean, I go to a school with thirty thousand people. We have a lot of exchange students. Right, but you'd expect like, I don't know, I'd...
2: I. I would have to see the. I would have to see the list. Or you know, yeah, I mean, global yeah. accounts. It could be
0: like ninety-nine Americans and one guy from China.
1: No, I. I think it's well, you can't get Spotify in China, but I would think it's <laughs> like more just diverse example. than that yeah i know I, th- I think it's more diverse than that stupid well you, you, you know but you, then again it's you, gizmodo so or tech crunch so they're probably you know hyping it up as they always do course, all those big course. all those major tech rags do that shit well, well it's, it's, I mean, no, it's hard to get people to click your shit when you suck well it's, it's hard well
2: <laughs> wow, it's, it's hard to wow
1: people to click your shit when you don't oh. suck
2: wow dude that was that. that was a little harsh man i mean seriously you know
1: no, 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 no. It's, no it's, it wasn't. It's, he's right though. Like without clickbait, like if I mean, you actually seriously, try and like report honestly. all headlines... the sites that
0: we we talk about slash dot gadget. Even Gizmodo used to be a decent site, but mm-hmm. not anymore.
1: So now, like your your choices are pretty much um, overblown and and like way into the hype, clickbaity kind of shit, mm-hmm. or underground and still probably skewed because they've got like a. Some kind of paranoid conspiracy theory bias, you know. So, like, oh, you gotta, okay. you don't really have anything with, you know, in between.
0: The only place to go now is Fox News. Everybody,
2: <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Uh, wow, wow. wow! Can we can we kick him off the show now? I, mean, <laughs> I was just about to say. That's... I was just about to say, Jathan,
1: you're off the show. Oh gosh, terrible.
2: I don't know. I don't know anyone who goes to Fox News for legit.
1: Yeah. News. Well, I uh, no, no. You you know. I know people day. who do, but they shouldn't they pay uh, for put it. it that way yeah, well in, in
2: some way or another right yeah i think we are done with the news that's all the news topics that i had
1: okay awesome so i want to talk about that tour shit first because that's like i
2: Bullshit? yeah well, there's, there's a few bullshit. things to
1: say here i mean
0: yes okay there's a lot of things to say <laughs> uh, we've talked about tour before many times but first and foremost there's so many people and it was, it was just today that someone announced uh, it might have been a statistic from facebook that like over uh, a million regular users connect through tor browser or some shit mm. and it's just like why especially something like facebook what the fuck do you gain by
1: connecting the facebook through tor uh so yeah with facebook like if you're clever and crafty enough <laughs> uh you can anonymize yourself well enough and still like use facebook you uh- know
2: I think some people use it to try and prevent tracking, you know, because yeah. apparently Facebook, you know, tracks everything you go to. Uh, okay, yeah.
1: Whatever, or you know. sells your personal information or all that sure. bullshit. And they can use various heuristics to do that as well, uh, which Tor generally does an okay job of handling for most stuff, I want to say. But there's, there's a rock-sized grain of salt with that, you know, a boulder-sized, like... We talked about in the last episode how potentially you can use fingerprinting to um, detect, act- like, de-anonymized an- Tor users. But there's many, many attacks out there like it. That just happens to grab my eye because it was kind of outlandish. Like, mouse movements, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. a new one. Uh, but no, there's, there's many other ways. College kids have done it with, what, a three grand budget? Something like that? You remember that? So it's really no surprise, I say this all the time on our Twitter, I'll say it again on the show, Tor is a lie, Yeah. right? Yeah. It's a lie. Don't buy into the hype. If you really want anonymity, I can never say that word correctly the first time. Anon-
2: anonymity. 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 Anonymity.
1: Exactly, it's anonymity. hard. Anonymity. <laughs> if you really want something like that, you need a full tunnel VPN. Yeah. And you need to pay with some kind of anonymous payment like Bitcoin or, or cash or, you know, like, I mean, good luck trying to find a VPN provider that can't identify you that you can pay in cash with. But that said, you know, like you really need a VPN, a proxy or Tor or whatever just doesn't cut it.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can't just rely on one thing to protect yourself. You've, you've really got to, you know, like you said, you've got a tunnel and. Then do Tor or whatever. Just don't I just would
1: I would just leave Tor out of it. At that point, yeah. I find Tor uh, a weakness because they're targeting Tor heavily. You know,
2: yeah, heavily. Well, is, isn't it what ninety five percent of all exit nodes are compromised by the uh, NSA? Or? I
1: don't think it's. I think it's like seventy five. But that's still a really yeah. big fucking number. Um, it's more so than I'm. D-
0: more does than that mean that seventy five percent of Tor exit nodes are actually in the U.S.
1: potentially, or I'd... they're rooted? Sure. Yeah. Like, let's let's not pretend here. The FBI and the NSA both aim to root boxes that they have no business rooting. So that's a big concern in and of itself. But Mm -hmm. I think that's a topic for a whole different show. But yeah, Tor is a lie. Um, And this is why I just like fucking Snowden, like before he said anything. It wasn't really. It was targeted a little bit. They still had some analysis they could do to really figure it out, but it was super expensive. But now they've invested into finding exploits and vulnerabilities in the Tor so, uh, network, and so now it's it's way easier thanks would, to Snowden, like suggesting it.
2: Well, okay. Well, would you have would you have had him not? I would yeah, have. I, I think I would have really had him talk
1: about how to actually be anonymous how to bi- use bitcoin and find an actual vpn provider not this tor bullshit. but that's not what tor a sense of false insecurity that's not what he did he used tor uh, because it wasn't as heavily analyzed and investigated at the time yeah yeah exactly so yeah. no i really think i think i think tor it, look let me put it this way tor in and of itself
0: no, it's weaker because it brought attention to
1: it, and now more. No, no, people... no, it's not. It's not. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. It's not because of that. It Tor inherently is weaker than a VPN. Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah because... by nature of how it works, sure.
1: Right. I mean, because Tor is only
0: as strong as the people running the exit nodes. Right. Among and, other things. And there's things. no
1: way to run your own. Well, there is, but good luck with it. You know,
2: but you'll be on a list.
1: <laughs> y- yeah, you're going to be on a list, and you can't. The encryptions offered by, like, OpenVPN, for instance, I, and I, I rag on about it a lot, but I love OpenVPN. I'll, I'll freely admit I'm an OpenVPN fanboy. The encryptions offered by, like, OpenVPN, for instance, greatly outweigh any kind of protection you can have with Tor. And, yeah, people are going to know you're using it, but guess what? At least your data is safe. At least they don't know what you're using it for.
0: And if you're clever about it, they may not know exactly that you're using it. I mean. Yeah,
1: and there's other stuff, too. There's uh, CJDNS which is an encrypted mesh uh, network that can be applied to like, at the WAN layer. So it's kind of like Tor, but it actually supports decent encryption. And it actually is, is based on like a, a trust model, kind of like GPG. Yeah. So you know who's running that shit. Don't you think we're already on a list just for talking about this? Oh, I know I'm on at least one I, list.
2: If you, but don't you know, if you've even talked about Linux, if you've purchased uh, or have a subscription to a Linux magazine, you are on a list. Because yeah, it, they it's, consider it's, Linux uh professionals to be subversive, technically. Yeah, it,
1: it's it's not it's not a surprise at this point, Jathan. Right. Well in any I case I get searched every time I fly. But at least I can still fly. At least I'm not I, on I a know. no fly, I'm on the gray <laughs> list. But you know, like still it's I'm not surprised if I if I am on a list, I'll put it that way, because I uh, probably am.
2: I don't get I don't get stopped uh for flying, but also I'm probably not as, you know, prominent as you or whatever, so.
1: Right, and you also served in the armed forces, so I'm sure that's a uh, big uh,
2: Well, let's just say that, you know, not everyone who serves in the military is Right, right,
1: right. with, with Manning.
2: Mc, I think Timothy McVeigh was in the army. I, I don't
1: that. think so. He was, yeah. the reason why he went nuts was because he was basically tormented by uh, an intelligence officer performing a psychology experiment. There's a great, by the way, a great radio lab episode about that um but that's totally that's totally different
2: hey have you guys track. seen he wasn't in the military he graduated from the u.s army and school at fort Benning at the age of 20 in 1988 no shit he wasn't yes sir absolutely um, and he served uh, he got a he got a bronze star as a vehicle crewman in the persian Gulf war he was the top scoring gunner with a 25 millimeter cannon what but is yeah he absolutely wasn't in the military what... uh it's well you have bronze silver and then uh, after the silver star i believe is the next level up is you're going to be like a Medal of Honor. Right, but that, like, what uh, is a, it's what does uh, it? It's uh, it's a an act of heroism, but not okay. something, not something super heroic. Right, um, and not something
1: you get like injured in the process of. So that'd be a Purple Heart, right?
2: Well, you would still get a Purple Heart for something like that. it, it, it depends oh. on if you're injured or not. It depends on what you've done. It depends on who witnessed it. It, it depends on a lot of different things. Not everyone gets a Bronze Star or a Silver Star or or whatever medal. It depends mm. on on who was saved who witnessed it and who wrote it up. It requires on your, your NCOs to actually do something for you. I went to a CAX in 1999 and there was a guy who got a bronze star for whatever. I, it was nothing crazy, but he got one. Like, okay. like really, you know.
1: So know, it's like one of those, uh, like the gold, Star stickers in can
2: it's a little bit better than that? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's it's employee right, of it's the month, got more weight, but it's employee of the month 30 days in a row, is what it is. Okay, okay, got kinda, it. Kind yeah, of, kind of, yeah, you know, it's it's not a silver star, which a silver star is Say, you seen, shut up. if you've seen Banner Brothers, uh, a silver star was awarded to major winners a and, his, and his platoon for capturing the three German, or capturing and destroying the three German guns, or four German guns, uh, on D-Day. That was a Silver Star or the uh, performance. People who've jumped on a grenades have received Silver Stars, uh, etc. What, what the hell stars do you have to do to get... Bronze Stars are more to... like, you know,
1: what's that? What the hell do you have to do to get a Medal of Honor?
2: Uh, well, the Medal of Honor is om- almost, and almost always posthumous, unless, like, Life-saving, just it just depends. There was a very famous uh, gentleman from World War One named Alvin York, who uh, received the Medal of Honor for uh, te- capturing Germ- uh, several German machine gun nests and then also capturing the Germans there as well. And then there are several Marines who have received it twice: Dan Daly and Stanley Butler, Smedley Butler. I mean, who received the Medal of Honor twice? Dan Daly held off a Chinese uh, attack in 1900 on the Boxer Rebellion. He right. received the Medal of Honor for that, and then he received it again for something else. I'm drawing a blank on that right now. And then Smedley Butler got it for the Spanish-American War, for doing something around Guantanamo Bay, I want to say, and then something else as well. Uh, generally speaking, uh, the Medal of Honor is awarded a- in an act that saves more than a few people's lives. Uh, oh, okay. Generally speaking, it's the private who jumps on a grenade and saves a platoon or you know mm. calls in an airstrike in his position and saves everyone's lives it, it's it's just a, again it, it depends on who you saved and who writes it up and who gets the a hold of the information right uh, okay yeah. so it's it's more political than than it should be really there are got guys it. who have who've done things that are just you know outrageously awesome and have never received a medal for it and there are other guys who are like oh my finger got cut I got a purple heart you know, famous example of that is World War II, D-Day, 101st Airborne, Easy Company. There's a guy who got shot, and he had he got three Purple Hearts for all kinds of different things. And there's another guy who got shot in the neck; and he didn't receive a single one.
1: Oh my gosh!
2: So yeah, you know. What the
1: hell were we talking about? How did we get started on this? I forgot. <laughs> that guy was in the military who
2: Timothy McVeigh can't fly. Yeah, we were what? talking about we were talking about no fly lists. Oh, right, and... right, 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 right,
1: right, right. Well, I was I was thinking of uh, Bradley <laughs> slash Chelsea Manning. Although okay. I, I guess it was a, uh, I guess it was
0: Bradley. That's that was his name, right? Bradley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask if you guys saw We Steal Secrets. No.
2: I have not yet.
0: Oh, uh, so it it was on Netflix. I'm not sure if it is anymore. But Alex Gibney, who is the filmmaker. Uh, he came to see you and gave us, like, an exclusive screening before it was actually released. Mm. And then we had, like, a and a with him afterwards. Wow. You know, I, I definitely have some qualms with the documentary, but I got to meet Alex Gibney. He was a pretty cool guy. Mm. And uh, Julian Assange actually tweeted at him at something to read to us, and it was basically like, fuck you guys. <laughs> to,
2: uh, to us or
0: to you? Well, uh, Alex Gibney, t- no, it was... It was us collectively. Alex oh, Gibney okay. tweeted like, "Oh, going to see you Boulder for the screening of We Steal Secrets," and Julian Assange tweeted at him and was like, "You guys all blow. I hate you." I don't remember the exact wording. I'll try to. Well, find I'd it for like you. to. What I'd was, like to
2: just. I'd like what to was just the comment. Point of that? <laughs> Who knows? I'd like to just comment on on documentary sucking. Uh, generally speaking, I mean, I have not found a documentary that hasn't been skewed in some way or another towards a certain opinion, you know? Well, you well still... in, my, in
1: my opinion, that's not a documentary. That's, right, exactly. that's an opinion piece or a perspective piece or whatever you want to call it. It's well, not like, a documentary. That's why I like national geographic. Cause it's really hard to be subjective about that when it's, it's not a just a that fucking...
2: Well, like bowling for Columbine, frog, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, bowling that bowling was not Columbine. a documentary, it was, it was... but as it was, much as I may was...
1: agree or disagree with the points made, it's, it's not a documentary, you know?
2: Right. Um, I mean, it was it was touted as this piece that was, you know, look at these guns. And then and in reality, it was more of a, you know, oh, this is so terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you know,
0: well, the thing is, even if you're making a documentary, you know, you We're still to sell it. No. Okay. Well, look, but National
1: the- Geographic does a fine job. Why can't they yep. do that? Why can't filmmakers do that with people and culture? Yep. Why yep. can't they just objectively well, they- report things?
2: They've got to Hollywoodize it, and they've got well, to do this, and they've got to yeah, do that. It's they want bullshit. to make money. Yeah, of oh, course. Nice. Of course. Hollywood has still considered a lot of movies that have made tons of money not profitable. You know that, right? I mean, you know. Well, also, there's there was
1: March of the Penguins got pretty popular. I'd say that was... I haven't seen it, but I would presume that was a legit documentary. Blackfin? No, that was not a documentary. Well, it sort of was. No, it wasn't. What do you mean it wasn't? It had so, a specific targeted bias.
2: Jake, then I'm looking at this tweet, this tweet that you told me about, This told us about, this Alex Gibney. And it, was it called Blackfin? Darkfin?
1: Blackfin, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Blackfin. I know what you're talking about, but it, it had a very strong anti-Sea World message. That's not a documentary. That's an or, opinion piece. Okay, well, whatever. You can't, uh, you legitimately cannot <laughs> express any sort of opinion in a real documentary. You, that's yeah, that, then it you, ceases you to be a documentary.
2: Right. right. It's an editorial at that point. Yeah, you, thank you. You editorial are, is you are support, is presenting support. your opinion and you're trying to sway people to your it opinion. It may be a good
1: point. opinion. I may agree with it, but that's not a documentary. Okay, sure. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I understand what you're
0: saying.
2: Okay. But are you, sure, you, know, are you sure you do? No, I understand. You, don't understand. you don't understand Foss, So oh I want to make sure you understand this
0: <laughs> No, I understand um, it's just I would say that today people generally would argue that you know that yes. doesn't that doesn't really define a documentary. Well, I would argue and, that and their definition by, is absolutely wrong. Okay, yes, and by definition I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that most people would not agree with you necessarily.
1: And that's they'd it. be wrong.
0: And I'm not ag- agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just telling you.
1: Well, you can you can agree with me because I'm I'm right here. That's that's what a documentary is. Shut up. No, we've no, been we misuse the word all the time. <laughs> right. In media
2: there's the common definition, which is, "Oh, Bowling for Columbine is a documentary," versus National correct. Geographic's yeah. uh, Predators Presents or, or Shark Week or, or the or Honey Happy Badger Feet. video. Uh, that, oh my gosh! <laughs> Whatever. My my my, my point my point and and Brent's point is a documentary presents both sides. It says. This is what or none of the
1: sides. Or none of the sides. And, the as sides many, yeah, as, and presents
2: as, as many facts as they can, and then you are left to make your decision. Sure. Or even Not. just
1: to mm-hmm. learn about things. That's sure. what they're, they're supposed to document sure. things. That's why they, they're called a documentary. They document things. They don't present a, an opinion on things. It's They don't pr- try to persuade you towards one thing or another. They document things.
2: Sure. So, Correct. Right? Yeah, That's correct.
1: that inherently implies objectivity. Right. That's what correct. it is. Uh-huh. Anyways, we need to <clears throat> stop talking about this. We need to talk about what we're actually talking about, which is Tor. Fuck. Tor. Thank you. Tor. Fuck. All right. So we're talking about Tor. <laughs> Anyways, Tor's is a lie. Tails is also a lie. Don't use don't even bother with Tails cuz it's it's biggest selling point is Tor. So fuck that bullshit.
2: Yeah, I honestly, I mean if, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is.
1: Yeah, there are better options. You know, Mm -hmm. that's really all I wanted to say about that. Just Tor is such bullshit. And I think the the message
0: here is if you're really, you know, if you're really worried about being anonymous, you're going to
1: find a better way to do it. Yeah. Period. Uh, Well, Well, you better find a better way of doing it is is probably a better message. The only reason the only reason to use Tor at this point is to access dot onion only sites. That's the only reason.
2: Yeah, I I would agree with that. I mean, that's the
1: only reason. I and mean, even then, remember, it's not anonymized. There are ways to track you down. So don't be like, oh well, you know, this Silk Road was a great example. I can only access Silk Road on Tor. I guess that means Tor is justified. No, because they busted his ass, and they're gonna bust yours if they really want to.
2: Oh man, they they lit his ass up, man.
1: Yeah. So yeah, forget about Tor. There may be some like hacker collectives. Or, or like unique information, you know, you can only access on a .dot onion. In which case, yeah, like go for it, but just know someone's able to watch you retroactively if they so choose. So keep that in mind. Yeah. What was the uh, other What was the other news item I wanted to discuss? Because I really want to stop talking about that because I can keep talking about it. San Bernardino. Yeah. San Bernardino. Bernardino. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah They're yeah. fucking so, beaten by a yeah this is this dead. has been i know this is, i know guys i we? know i know you're sick of talking about it i'm sick oh, of no. talking about it but this is important i really want to wrap this up for us unless there's some kind of major breaking thing i really wanted us to go on the record saying this the whole thing was a power play and i, I told this to Payton when he, when he p.m. me an article about it it was a power play from the start they didn't want to get into the phone they wanted a precedence of being assisted to get into the phone that's what they wanted and they were denied that by the uh, supplier, at least Apple in this case. So that's it's good that we had that precedence, even though it didn't really become a precedent because the, it never really saw. You know, they, they dropped the case, the the court case, so it didn't really come to a head. Also, we we now know that they can access encrypted iPhones, which is great.
2: Yeah, I I, I really. It's not really, clear if it's all of
1: them. No, no, it's definitely all of them. Yeah. So the it's thing is, like,
2: like, I think the FBI really didn't do the right thing here. They should have said they should not have said, you know, oh, hey, yeah, we gained access, but we didn't find anything. They should have said, you know what, we, we gained access and we found X, Y and Z. And even if it's, you know, they should have they should have said, you know, what? we're still trying to gain access. They should not have dropped their hand that they have that they have this access because even in the article about it that I was reading, they said, you know, we're not sure if we're going to reveal what this is or not. It may come to pass at some point. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And they're so not
1: even point. going to release the source of entry, the right. the right. vulnerability. Well, they' you they're, know,
2: now
0: that
1: they're considering
2: it. So. Well, there's going to be
1: people at Apple that are looking for it. They're not going it. to do it. They're not going to do it.
2: Of course they're not going to do it. They're going to say,
1: oh yeah, we might, but they're not really going to do but, it. What were you saying, j well,
0: you know now. Apple's got it on their radar. They know there's some way out there. They're gonna start thinking about that.
1: I'm sure they were thinking about it before. Well, yeah. from the Second, the case started.
0: But not only that, but also you know... it was an older model. Yeah, or five C, six. It was a five C. Five C. It was a five C. Was... That and that's why I'm not sure. Really, is it all of them? If you have an iPhone six, are you vulnerable?
1: Oh, you mean like like? Yes. All yes. I'm sorry. I mean them. like
0: all all i, I devices doubt and.
1: I doubt it. There are there are easier ways to get into earlier models. I know that. Yeah. Um I don't think it's going to be all all of them. It's very likely whatever it is has been patched in 6 if it is 5. From what I understand 6 was a pretty major rewrite.
2: Isn't there a chip in the phone itself to prevent uh, uh, this kind of thing? Is, isn't there a chip Well, we in don't there? we don't know or, what, what method
1: FBI was... used. So we don't know. Right, right. We I don't know what the scope is, or or what models are sure. affected. So this is all conjecture on our part. It's not my conjecturing. It's my guess that the six is not affected, but that's 100% a guess. That's that's an that's not even an educated guess. That's just a gut feeling, and my gut's been wrong before. So uh, my gut was right in that they'll they'll find nothing on the phone, though. Mm-hmm. I do want to point that out because that's I mean, it was a power play from the beginning. Sure. You know, it was it was just really a means to have that sort of instance you know in, in legal terms a precedent is when a case goes a certain way and you can reference that case in a future case and be like well you know you the judge made the decision here shouldn't you do the same here and you can kind of pressure the decision towards like th- this has an existing example we should really follow that example
2: in legal terms it's called a precedent
1: exactly so um i think they were really shooting for that precedent and we yeah. didn't really yeah, get one were. either way, which is a little bit disconcerting. But we do have preced- like other kind of precedent for people with encryption.
2: Well, no. The thing is, mm. Apple has unlocked phones for the FBI in the past. They they have done it previously. Yeah. Uh, up to, what, uh, four or five years ago. I think the reason why they bounced back on us and said no is because the FBI changed the password or had the password changed prior to asking Apple's help. I don't know. So, I don't know about that.
1: I think Snowden. I think Snowden might have had. Because all right, so if there's one thing we know about Apple, Mm -hmm. if there's two things we know about Apple, one is make they (laughs) they make a shitty product. I I will defend that statement to my death until they started making better stuff. I'm just still gonna call it out. Yeah, I know. Shut the fuck up. No, (laughs) so the second one. The second one is that. They oh can predict trends. They've got an uncanny ability to predict trends of of culture and of consumer desire. That's because Steve Jobs descends from the heavens and tells them what the fuck's gonna happen next. Jason J- shut the fuck up. So, please, using this please. this weird sort of uncanny ability they knew like okay the public's you know ever since the snowden leaks the public's actually been sort of sort of aware of this and and desiring their personal privacy back at least to some degree i i would say it's not the general the general opinion or, or motivation or what have you but they know it's on people's radars now maybe more than it would be before or, or had the leak never happened? So, they know that. And I think that's why they're taking such a stance. And I think that's why Google, who's notoriously not really into the whole privacy thing, also took the stance and supported them and, and things like that, you know?
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that.
1: But, so, it's, it's not... I don't really think it's so much... I think it was a business play. I'm glad they took the play, but I, I don't think it was entirely altruistic. Or altruistic at all, really. That being said, they... Uh, we we do have legal precedent for at least forcing individuals to unlock their own shit. We couldn't do that in this case because the guy was dead, you know. But
2: I believe that the ruling, and I I could be wrong on this. I believe the ruling is if it's if it's a password, like if something you have to type in, mm-hmm. they can't. You you are not obligated because it's the Fifth Amendment. We're not mm-hmm. obligated to give that password. However, if it's your thumbprint, you you you're not. You're, it's not legally. You're not legally obligated to not... They can t- they can force your thumbprint, is what I'm saying.
1: I wasn't aware of that.
2: So, that's pretty interesting
0: because of what I just sent Brent before the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, with the
1: uh, the
0: Philadelphia cop? Yeah, so there's a Philadelphia police sergeant who... He was locked in solitary because he would not provide a password to decrypt his computer.
1: Well, I think that was by his own choice. He, uh... I- I can't remember if it was distributing or simply, uh, storing or whatever, uh, child pornography. That may be a case. That may not be the case. Point is, he refused to give the passphrase to his encryption, which I, I support either way. There are plenty, if you, if you rely on that hard drive for evidence on your case you're doing a poor job because there should be much more evidence. Anyways. In, indeed. In, yeah, indeed. Yeah. There's, Absolutely. there's especially because you
0: know that any ISP is going to cooperate.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, they all do. They don't even need to with, with prism and all that shit. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so the, the thing I have is he refused to, to give his encryption passphrase. All right. Like guilty or non guilty. That should be a, a basic human right. No matter who you are or what you've done. Right.
2: Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah. why does that not ap- apply to your thumbprint though or whatever? Uh, well, I don't know.
2: Be- because it's not something you know, it's something you have. It's 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 difference between self incriminating yourself and oh having your thumbprint. Anyone can gain access to your fingerprints. Then your fingerprints they're left everywhere. Walk into a room somewhere and your DNA is there in that room regardless of what you do. Yeah. That's so very true. A thumbprint is different. Or fingerprint is different than, hey, what is your password to unlock your phone? And really,
1: yeah, they would already have his prints if they if they incarcerated. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm confusing the case. It's the same burden either. Um, anyway, right. to, to close out the Philadelphia thing, he was locked in solitary, from what I understood of the article, by his own choice. Because whether you're actually found guilty or not, people still do horrible things to you in prison. Uh, if it's anything child related. Mm-hmm. You can, like, he could totally be falsely imprisoned for this. Not saying that he is. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he isn't. But Innocent
2: until proven guilty. Right. Is the, is the law of the land.
1: Funny story. Actually, uh, I had jury duty just earlier this <laughs> week. So I I got the whole spiel from the judge. But yeah, so I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he isn't. It is on the burden of the courts to, uh, of the prosecution, I should say, to, to prove his guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. But yeah. that isn't even relevant because whether he's guilty or non-guilty... Or, or not guilty I should say. He's still going to be treated with some really <clears throat> crazy shit in well, holding. Look at He's what happened be, to Dahmer. Well, I, I I didn't look up Dahmer, but like so with well, Dahmer was also guilty as fuck and he was pretty open sure, about that. Sure. But like so like anything child related like child abuse, child rape or pornography, whatever you um you're like you're looking at multiple frequent prison rape you're looking at uh, um, like just I, violence. I, I, I think I murder. think the thing
2: you're you're, you're wanna, you want to you want to you want to say here is that prisoners and you and you would think that they don't have this access, but prisoners find things out. That's, yeah, that's oh yeah. They they find this information and accidents will happen yeah. to you.
1: Accidents and big old quotes, guys.
2: Accidents and and I'm air quoting the fuck out of this. Yeah. And if you have committed any sort of accused of if of, you were of, accused, yeah. Because of that's how sort,
1: vigilante justice works.
2: Right, of any sort of, of child whatever after that. Unless you were like rescuing babies from trees, they are going to accident you down a flight of stairs or something up your butt in the shower, whatever. Or with a know. sharpened
1: stick or sharpened... Uh, Damn, this conversation then, yeah. has gone awry. So,
2: so anyway, no, our, it's, our, our it's point the is... Truth, Nathan. Our, our, our I get that
0: is- but what the hell does
2: it
1: matter it doesn't The point is the they story. had to put this
2: guy in solitary no, 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 no. because No, well I, I he was think accused he requested of- it
1: and that's why yeah. th- my point is I think that's why he requested it because he he was a cop. Well, even- he knew they would do this shit. Well, the even- only
0: point that I was really trying to make was just the simple fact that he did not provide his <laughs> His password,
1: right,
2: and and, and, and I and that's really I, the only I reason I brought this support up. support that which he's not required to do because it's part of the Fifth Amendment, to right? S- exactly himself from self And That's what the article says too. So to protect himself in prison because he knew that someone somewhere would find out that not, over, not only number one he's a cop, but also number two that he's possibly hosting child porn. Oh, he did. He well, sure, What <laughs> Allegedly, whatever, you know. <laughs> right. No, no, uh,
1: dead. D e a d. He dead.
2: Oh. Okay.
1: Not D I D D E A D. He right, did. Right. Yeah. He set I mean, foot in a, a, a jail with other prisoners. He's he's gone.
2: Right. They would have. Yeah. He would have lasted maybe two weeks. You know, maybe mm-hmm. because number one, a cop, and number two, child porn. I mean, they would have made him a special case. Oh yeah. You know, and and whatever. I mean, that's again, like you said, that's vigilante justice. That's how prisoners at react. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I agree with it? I refuse to comment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I'm gonna go on the case here and saying i I don't just simply because like and, and his case isn't even done yet that should also be noted right
2: Was he sentenced I, I, I have no idea I, I don't mean think it was my, I, I mean my point is you know there's a difference between being convicted being acquitted being innocent and being guilty mmm you know there have been plenty, plenty, plenty of people who have been convicted of a crime they did not commit. Fine, or whatever. Yeah, that's that's you know not a big deal. There have been plenty of people who have been acquitted of a crime that they did commit. Mm-hmm. Being acquitted and being innocent are two different things. And I learned this lesson the O.J. Simpson case. Not saying that he was guilty or innocent, but the, but he was the evidence and, was and yeah. correct. It, well, it was the evidence was mishandled, and this is this that's is true. deviating way off topic. Yeah, but, <laughs> you, you know we are talking about the legal system, right? And when it comes to you know how you are required to unlock a uh, a system. Point of note, uh, real fast: if you are crossing a border and you haven't encrypted anything, they will sometimes and can take your laptop until you release that uh, information to them to unencrypt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why if you're going to travel, don't encrypt or don't take a laptop with you.
1: Yeah. You know. Or sufficiently high. Hard...
2: Sure. If they don't know the partitions there, then hey, whatever. But, yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, there's there's know. ways to make it boot without looking like you've got an encrypted hard drive and I'll leave it at that. I'm not I'm not uh, encouraging you to break the law. I'm just saying if you are in i mean for all we know we could have like nsa members listening hey what's up nsa hey you know feel free to get in touch with us and we'll tell you how to (laughs) how to plausible deniability for your uh, encrypted hard disks it's great stuff anyways it is fantastic um (laughs) but you know part of that is i believe sure the nsa should have access to that and or really i guess it would be who would handle overseas stuff like borders cia
2: nsa and cia
1: okay yeah.
2: So CIA actually cannot operate in United States. Uh as far as the NSA is concerned, I think it's traffic I think it's traffic into and out of Okay. Yeah. Weird. I that's so weird that the
1: CIA can't operate internally because they're the central intelligence agency.
2: Yeah, they they have a mandate; they cannot operate domestically. Huh? Well, I guess that's right.
1: FBI territory. That's handled by the FBI, yeah. absolutely. Okay. It, was that put in place after Watergate?
0: I think
2: it was prior to, but I could be wrong. On it, that. It's um, just
1: it, the naming weirds me out, then, because it's central, so you think like, eh, well, whatever.
2: Moving on. Well, no, they're the they're the central, they're center of all intelligence, supposedly. Whatever.
1: Huh? Oh, so I guess they would rely on FBI intelligence then.
2: It, it's they're see they're supposed to work together. The DOD, the NSA <laughs> But the all FBI, the TLAs
1: hate each other. It's all, it's all the three a three letter alphabet fucking...
2: agencies. They, they yeah, they, they are supposed to work together to help provide a secure environment for the United States. However, nine times out of ten they're gonna be like, Well this is the FBI matter, no, this is the CIA matter. no this is NSA matter, no, this is the DOD, no this is DIA, this is uh Department of Homeland Security, whatever. Yeah fuck yeah, yeah. you. You know, stop. <laughs> just, just fucking stop. Your fucking Somebody job. just
0: do something.
2: Somebody fucking do your job and let's fucking fix this shit. And and of course now the TSA is involved in the whole three letter agency bullshit. Guys, we we're at into. we're at like
1: fifty minutes already.
2: I know it's fine. Let's keep going
1: <laughs> because we are yeah, we're man. going on rants. But like I I I'd say this is too rambly. No, no, you no. Would. We
2: need to keep we need to keep these rants in here because these are fucking <laughs> awesome rants. Yeah, well, seriously, I, I it's us. That. It's it's us. Yeah. People don't it's like our it, personality. Then, I mean, you know. There
1: are, well, there aren't really any other Sisman shows that I, that I know <laughs> of offhand. but no, no, no. Right. There's there's the Admin and Admin podcast. They are uh, British, so they are much more reserved than us, and you are more than welcome to check them out if you don't like us.
2: Yeah, we say fuck. By all means, guys. I mean, you know. Okay. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were done. Okay. Um, Let's move on a little.
1: Yeah. No, I. I think we've we've talked about both of this to death. Anyways, I, I have yeah. to wrap
0: that up. Uh, don't use Tor. Okay. Next topic.
1: Yeah. Don't use Tor. And oh, we were don't actually rely on about, biometrics. Is the we other were thing. Sir, Sam oh, Sam Bern- yeah. Yeah. we were talking about San Bernardino. Yeah. Don't rely on biometrics. Is another important seriously
2: thing. seriously biometrics are not are not worth it.
1: And mm-hmm. I guess always keep up to date with. <laughs> <laughs> vulnerabilities out there
2: is the last thing to gleam from that yeah Re- really that's where you that's where you went from because <laughs> otherwise
0: <laughs> you're going to solitary if you don't update your shit I mean
2: well whatever wait, wait, no, 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 no 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 understand that you have rights yes even if they you, if, if you've got a guy telling you you have to unlock this computer or you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison bull fucking shit you have the right to say no yeah thank yes, you yes you will spend some time in prison most likely, but they cannot send you away for the rest of your life without a trial, unless you're a terrorist, and that's beyond well, the point. Well,
1: yeah, there's they could call you a terrorist for whatever the fuck they want, but at this point, yes, yeah. thank you
2: Patriot Act. We need to re, we need to repeal that. Good job. However,
1: guys. moving on. Give me shit all the time. This is fun. See, when yeah. this
0: fuck takes this so shit. long, I can't make it through a whole episode while drinking beer and not pissing. Well, get yourself a piss bottle then. Jesus oh yeah, just Christ, pee dude. in my closet. That's y- great,
2: Jake. Dan, you, you know, I didn't some say in people in your closet. I mean, yeah. have learned to control their bladder. You know, obviously, you know, as a young kid, I, pe- I pee before,
1: kid before I go, problems. before I start recording. Yeah,
2: I do too, you know, but you know, it's like taking
1: a long trip. You
0: got to play. We're an hour in, and. It's warm I, in here. You can't go an hour heated. without peeing? Well, when we talk well, about these heated subjects, I tend to, like, bounce around a little where I'm at. <laughs> just... I get a little fidgety. It's hard to hold it when you're fidgeting. <laughs> are you serious
2: right now? No, nah, I'm for I, real, man. Like, we cannot. I have to
0: take my socks off because my feet are sweating. <laughs> oh
2: we cannot God. go on a road trip, like, ever. <laughs> no, we can. I, I hold don't... it
0: really well in the car. <laughs> Bullsh- That's bullshit. That's a Apparently not. No, Apparently I This is exactly like do.
1: being in a car, dude.
0: No, I'm not Dude. in the car right now. Not
1: the not the only difference is we're drinking right now. and You can't do yeah, that.
2: Yeah, well, car.
0: exactly. And that's the whole thing. So,
2: you know, you know what, that If I can go to Hope with you guys, yeah, I am going to give your ass so much water to drink. And then you're going <laughs> to be like, I got to pee really bad. I'm going to say, Fuck you hold it for the hour. We should duct tape. You not let me go to the bathroom. Yeah, we'll yeah, duct tape you. We duct tape your ass to the car. <laughs> <My> Absolutely. <God. laughs>
1: No, you, no no man. not to the car when we record so we so we get it on air about him just bitching <laughs> <a clip>. how <laughs> great was... would that be I'm guys piss in the middle of the conference Right in you can use us at systemministerium.com slash contact.php <laughs> tell us how much you would love to hear jaython bitching and whining because he can't because he has to take a piss and he can't because he's duct taped to a chair at hackers on planet earth conference it's gonna be hot too
0: Hold no, your wee Dude, for yeah, the podcast, but oh, inside,
1: isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is inside. Yeah, it's inside. All right.
2: Oh, oh my, my gosh. God.
1: Whatever. Gosh. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, it's in a hotel. It's air Any- conditioning. Anyways.
2: Yeah, there's air conditioning. So yeah, what, this is the modern
1: age. What we really wanted to talk about. And we didn't have a whole lot to talk about anyways, which is good. because well, We can turn that shit right mark. around. Calm, calm down. I'm talking about the topics. Don't interrupt. So we wanted to talk about some uh, security mechanisms available in Linux. Uh, I I wish we had a Windows admin on here to balance this out, at the very least. Because we, we're all Linux guys, so we don't really... We're you right. know, we know our shit, but it's, it's mostly Linux. So we don't really have much for the windows admins out there sorry guys maybe well, for not windows this, firewall that's the first step. i have
2: i have some windows experience so i can try to relate at least some of what we're talking about yeah last one i saw uh,
1: last last time i played around with it was windows 2003 and that was back I'm when a bit more, 2003 was current so i'm a little bit more is there a windows version that, called 2003
2: no there's not
1: windows there's server
2: there's oh. windows server 2012 I think there's 16. <laughs> there's a server 2003. Yeah,
0: t- server 2003, I think, is a real thing.
1: Yeah. And th- my point is, yeah, that's how long it's been since I handled a Windows server. So
0: it's been a while. What do you even do with a Windows server? Active domain, well, there are, DNS. There are, yeah, there yeah, are people there's,
1: who there's do all of kinds shows. of things. Samba. Well, servers. they don't call it Samba. They call it just file sharing. But, yeah. You
2: know, there's, yeah, there's there's actual, like, you know, web page on it. I, I, I know. Nothing Exchange. like a web page. Yeah. Damn, yeah, who the
0: hell thought know. a web page?
2: Exchange? You could do us, you know. Outlook is the. Premier, Dude, Active Directory. What would we do without that? Outlook is the premier, uh, you know, uh, email client for. Uh, I'm going to go out time. and get that. Businesses. I need it. I need it now. I
0: need the top post from Guys, Outlook.
1: Guys, I think we've passed the Balmer peak. <laughs> We we hit it probably somewhere when we were talking about encryption, and then it just downhill from there. Sorry, listeners, you're it. You're. I hope you stay with us for the long haul because this is worth it. You should because we've got the baddies at the very end, and you're going. Yes, to we end. have the baddies.
2: You have um, to stay for the. Baddies. All right, Pam.
1: So, yeah, uh, no, 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 no. Security mechanisms, one of which is Pam. So a while back, I had a a short Twitter conversation with someone on Twitter talking about uh. How security permissions always bite her in the ass. I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's it's not too hard. Here's a cheat sheet. And she's like, no, SE Linux. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's an entirely different beast. So we'll we'll get to that in just a, a hot second. PAM is p- the pluggable authentication module system. I did that from memory. Right. Oh, you got it up right now, uh, I'm not talking about... Or
2: j
0: No. Oh. I just know. Okay, Well. Wow. Like
1: most things. It's pretty, no. pretty good for being kind of drunk <laughs> anyways uh so so pam has something really cool there's a lot of really untapped potential in pam you know like you should really look into all the different modules out there it's a modulized system modular system inherently there's some modules that don't ship with your os and there's some really freaking cool ones out there there's one called duo and you know we'll link to all these obviously in the show notes so i we always do. you know me. i I'd love to document the shit out of that stuff. There's one called Duo that lets you do dual factor SSH authentication with Pam, which it's is fairly new, right? I don't know. i didn't I didn't check on when their first release was. It's still pretty cool if you're into the whole uh, dual factor authentication um which you should i mean it's a good yeah, idea yeah. so
0: can we actually take a second to talk about when that's a good idea and when maybe not so much yeah yeah so you know i i work at the university of colorado mm-hmm. and in my building there's all these signs put up like flyers basically from i believe the main campus it department and um you know there's some kind of catchphrase on it like it takes two to do it right or something cheesy like that loose lipstick um, chips. ships but but it is about two-factor authentication. I want you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's some times when I think it's a really great thing. There's other times when it's just like... I don't feel it's that necessary. There's also, in my opinion, really good ways to implement it that would encourage people to actually use it, and then other pe- other ways to do it that are just like completely ridiculous. Well, why don't you why don't you actually tell us about those things? Yes, um, like for example, when I want to log in now at work, and this is not something I got to choose; this is just forced on me. When I log yeah. in at work, every single time I log in,
1: they have to text me a pass a passphrase or a code, which is one implementation of. of- Another would be an O tape an O T P one time password plus yeah. your normal password. Yeah, normal yeah there's password. a couple different ways of doing two factor, but yeah, that's I'd, that's I'd an be example of two factor.
0: More okay with that if it didn't rely on me to be able to receive a text message. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. even something that traveled over the internet would be a little better for me, but also uh, you know, I understand why they do it, but
1: Well yeah. I mean if you're you know, if you're racking or something is, and you don't have cell access, which by the way your data center really should be shielded from outside signal. Um and, and, and ours is pretty well, yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm thinking of is there's a, a room that's sort of attached to our server room mm-hmm. that I've been hanging out in a little bit. And, you know, like I can't log in there to fill out my fucking time card, for example, because I can't get the text message with the passcode.
1: Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I I am kind of not okay with all SMS mm-hmm. second step for dual factor. Simply because it's not, it's not the best, you know, like we haven't reached the point where we've got like Edge or GSM or whatever repeaters in inside facility brooms, you know.
0: And I'm not sure that they will ever belong.
1: Right, right, sure. Maybe, maybe not. I'd I say that'd be a good idea for a discussion topic. But more to the fact, maybe like an email or... Um, or even an OTP system where you've got one password for the day, that would be good. Or, or, or it rotates like hourly or, or something like that where you could like have a hard copy plus your Yeah, I kind of like the copy. little
0: like dongle sort of thing you can carry around that or has right. a number on yeah. it. That, that's time-based basically.
1: Yeah. It's generated based on the time. Mm-hmm. Like time-based RSA, that too.
2: Something that doesn't require internet access that can be, and I might add, uh, cell is not always perfect. hmm yeah, um, yeah. take take DEFCON or uh, oh, DEFCON yeah. or HOPE or whatever. I mean, they have they have fake cell towers there, so you can't always rely on your cell tower
1: I'd say, to be accurate. I'd say less you know? so at HOPE, but I'm still pretty cautious at HOPE, yeah, so I, I don't... I, um, I, I tell everybody at work at time like, look, I'm going to HOPE this weekend. If you're in trouble, tough luck. You know, call the guy in Russia. <laughs> you know, so... But yeah. Right, yeah. I right. mean, <laughs> that's your, your advice economy, that really you know, says something about where you're at well no look like Vadim he hangs out in our IRC channel hey Vadim I know he listens uh how you doing buddy you know it goes both ways if I'm unavailable available he covers for me but no he's he's in Russia but he's like actually you know he's, he's part of us you know he's, he's part of staff so um we all telecommute so it, it just works out he's a cool guy he hangs out in our podcast channel as well sometimes so if you see him in there say hi uh he works with me he's a cool guy but yeah so so. will I don't actually say the Russian. I I, I say Vadim, but you know it, it's. Uh, he will not be going to Hope when I'm there because he lives in Russia. So I know he's going to be available. That being said, you know, like you should never have one guy as the fall two guy. We should do guys. We should do a topic on uh, on call and how to properly handle that. Yes, because I think yes, we've touched we upon it in the pack on, Drink in the a past. Lot and
0: take a lot of naps. Get, shut the fuck up just oh my gosh
1: jaython just sometimes i want really do guys i know it i know sometimes it sounds were we're harsh to jaython and especially in our irc channel because everybody gangs up on him but if you saw him like in the uncut stuff like outside of the podcast outside of the public channel you'd want to strangle him i'm just saying Aaron can probably attest to this like he's just you just sometimes you just want to grab jaython by his neck and just throttle him like you in the in such a way that you should never do to a baby you know like you just want to shake him, and just shake some sense <laughs> into him because he's just edited
0: out jesus no no
1: eric you can keep it in there i don't support shaking babies and i would never do it but i would shake a jaython in a second well who wouldn't right i mean really And, and that's my yeah, point who get who, who best and lucky just to be
0: fucking
2: touching me <laughs>
1: Wait! you just host, asked me sir. to come
0: over and, and have my way with you, so... Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Please move on. Okay, two-factor off.
1: So anyways, so besides Jesus Duo, sake. there's some other options. Um, there's also Google Authenticator, which is on GitHub, which surprises me. I didn't know even Google released anything open-source, but they do. Their Google Authenticator is on GitHub.
2: Wait, you're surprised that Google has something open-source?
1: Yeah. yeah. Really? Well, no like they they do have uh, what's it called what's that custom https only
2: uh, protocol you're aware that i'm i'm trolling you i
1: know i know i know but they they, they, they have something else that open source that can't. speedy spdy anyways google has some sort of like custom protocol somewhere that they've open source as well and i can't remember what it is but that's beside the point so it wouldn't be a precedent but anyways yeah most of google mm-hmm. is is proprietary but Google Authenticator, which is their two-factor authentication method, I guess, that is open-sourced. So it's on GitHub. We'll link it, obviously. But, yeah, check it out. It's you super can... easy
0: to install. You basically just log in. Well, you presumably already have a Google account. Yeah. Um, and then on your phone, you basically get the second passcode or whatever that you have to enter.
1: Yeah, which I, I still am not okay with. I, I think it's better than a text message. It's better than a text message, but... It still relies on some sort of external network or connectivity or, you know, what have you. And I'm not okay with that.
0: It does allow you to install it, though. There's a a way to install it, just like, you know, you're an Ubuntu user or something. You can add that as a a feature of your own computer if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it.
1: Um, I do know there's also Twisted. Um, A previous employer I've worked with has used that for their OpenVPN authentication. They've got, like, an OpenVPN plugin. Um, So that's pretty cool, you know two factor auth for a vpn but there's there's many other things hell you can even implement your own you know it, it's it's not that hard just figure it out <laughs> you know like it's it's anybody in our industry worth their salt can, can
0: one very important part of many two factor authentication methods is keeping accurate time yeah because a lot of the seeds yep. that are used for for generating the code or... or, or time-based, it yeah. Yeah, it's time-based, so if you... Or at least use comp-
1: time is part of the seed, yeah. Yeah, and so if your
0: computer, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Google Authenticator makes NTP a dependency, and, uh, you know, if your computer gets way off base, all of a sudden your computer's expecting one code, but the time is so far off, and your phone's giving you, you know, the right code for the time. And I wonder how
1: the RSA key fobs handle that. Do they have just, like, some kind of a... I don't know, like a, a CMOS chip in there or something? Like, how do they yeah, maintain I've the RTC clock?
2: I've, I've wondered that myself, too. I RTC mean obviously are... That's like saying
1: ATM mm-hmm. machine. Sorry. Continue.
2: That's okay. No, no, no. It's fine. Anytime you make fun of J10 it's fine. No, 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 no. I, I, I said it. it. I was making
1: fun of myself.
2: <laughs> or yourself, too. That's yeah. Look at See, this is uh, fucked
0: up. I get blamed for shit that I don't
1: even <laughs> say. I'm okay with it. Carry on.
2: Requiring, like, an SMS, requiring an email, or requiring a phone call... Mm-hmm. I mean, in reality, you should have a trusted something. or, Like you said, a little thing that you hit a button and it gives you a code, you put the code in and you're good. I think that honestly is better than if you have, if you're relying on or requiring mm. a, a phone call or what have you? Because sometimes, uh, what happens if you change your phone number? What happens if you change mm-hmm. that? You lose that phone. Or your phone, you phone no stolen, order. which is the exact instance stolen. where
1: you would need exactly. to get in to change your password, and you can't Correct. do that without the two Correct. factor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm
2: I'm currently dealing with an issue with uh, iCloud. I I know I don't have uh, an iPhone, but I have iCloud, and my phone number was changed since uh, the previous year. And iCloud is insisting on sending me messages to my old phone number. <laughs> and I cannot change it without that phone number. Oh. I have tried, And it's just like, I have no access to yeah. it. I can't. I just can't It's like San Bernardino all over again. And we come full circle. It's like pretty soon. It's like, you, we've sent a message to this number. Please, enter, And I'm like, uh, can I do something else? Yeah, I, hit can up, something I, else? I, I didn't and get says, that number. Into your code. So I enter my code. It says, message. we've sent a text message to this number. Motherfucker, I don't want you to send a message to that. I want to unlock you so I can change that. Yeah. But I can't do it without that phone number. Which is fine. It's security conscious, but it's also ridiculous. Like give me another option.
1: So please all that to say two factor is great. Use it whenever you can, except and and, yeah. So like be careful. Always be careful about how you implement it. Make sure there's Mm. some method where you can always access it. So we recommend having accurate timing on all your devices and using a timing based seed plus some other sort of entropy you know like timing plus username plus uh primary password whatever however you want to do it make sure it is able you're able to do it offline totally offline Mm -hmm. that being said there are some cases where you would not want to factor off and i can think of a couple right off my head first being like if you've got some kind of config management like ansible or puppet or or open sac which uses both of those or spacewalk which uses ansible now these days i think you want a method that does not use two-factor auth if it's supposed to be entirely automated in in other words you don't need an operator present say it's a cron job or uh things like that like you don't want to have to stay awake until 6 a.m every night just to make sure this job goes through because you need to auth it That's stupid. Don't do it. In that case, in that case, you do still have options. You've got limited off. Like, did you know, for instance, that you can only authorize logins to SSH? You can totally disable root login from TTY or PTY. No, no, no. SSH can use PTY. So that might be a bad idea, but you can disable TTY login, you know, all sorts of really handy stuff you should look into. I'll see if I can look into, like paste that in the show notes because it's, it's really handy. it, that plus encrypted hard drive or encrypted, you know, root, I guess would be the more apt, uh, reference. So that plus like no root TTY login can do astounding things for physical security. You mm-hmm. will instantly increase the, the security of the hardware vector, which is the hardest to secure by any means. You know, uh, it's commonly said you have, fi- if you have physical access, you have root, not if your hard drive's, super encrypted not if your bootloader is checksummed not if your root file system is encrypted not if you disallow entirely root root login at the local tty you know there are there are yeah. steps you can greatly take to increase that security it's never going to be 100% if there's hardware access of course but there's a lot of things you can do to help prevent it
0: yeah and you know the other thing to note is using some kind of two factor authentication is not an excuse to have a shitty password author. Oh right. Yeah. Please. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. like, oh well I you know, I'm using another means of authentication now, so I can make my password one, two, three, four, five, six, because that'll be fast. No, that's a shitty Because idea. chances are bad.
1: your 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 one time password, your two factor auth password is gonna be like pretty similar to that they're typically not very expensive on the encryption or generation scale scheme
2: well wasn't there a thing about cracking google two-factor i don't know that i saw an article about that see
1: if you can find Uh, that because i would love to put that in the show notes
2: yeah i'd love to yeah yeah Um, see if you can
1: find that not right now obviously because we're recording but yeah later look for it and, and let me know before we release so yeah, so there's make sure your seed isn't predictable as to which is hard with a, a time based seed, you know. So you want to include other sources of entropy as oh, yeah. well. But I don't know. Yeah, two factor auth generally a good idea unless it's automated systems, and that's and, and there's like firewalling and other stuff you can do for and VLANing too, uh, for mm. for those sort of systems where you need to maybe decrease the two factor auth requirement. I'm Would I'm you say- what. Well yes. No, never mind. What, never mind. what were you we gonna say? Well no, no no I
0: would just say would you classify having a password for your uh like your SSH key
1: two factor auth? Technically, yes. I would I would classify that as two factor auth. Uh provided provided that they are different passwords than the the account. Pass- okay. yeah, yeah, than the account yeah. than, the, than the target SSH account on the remote host. And so you're saying you'd require both also? if you again that to breaks com-
0: to call it two factor auth yeah
1: yeah again that re- yeah they need to be different passwords it's entirely pointless if they're going to be the same password the whole point of two factor auth is the the secondary authentication is going to be different all the time and therefore inherently different than the primary auth yeah yeah so i would yeah, i would call cool. that it's maybe not as reliable Because there are still key loggers and stuff. But at least this way, if they get your key and they somehow manage to crack it, they still don't get pseudo access on the remote box. Yeah. So at least there's that small layer of protection. But I would not maybe rely on that. I'm going to move on. (laughs) I think that's (laughs) why. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. So we talked about two-factor auth. We talked about PAM. There's lots of stuff you can look into with Pam, by the way. You can use, like, fingerprint auth with, with Pam. We are already talking about how shitty Biometrics is, so don't use it. But you can with Pam. Yeah, the other the thing point.
0: you can do but probably shouldn't is use, like, a particular USB key. Yeah. as Yeah,
1: you can use that to log in with Pam or proximity RFID. Again, not a good idea because they're easily cloned. But Not only can... that, but if you're using USB and you experience
0: something that changes, quote-unquote, fingerprint of it, yeah. Then you've locked yourself
1: out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of reasons not to do that, but you can with Pam. If, if your company security policy or whatever makes that sort of requirement, there's options with Pam. And you can do a lot of crazy cool stuff with it. Now, I would say something like a proximity
0: RFID tag combined with a very strong password, I would say would be somewhat of an enhancement.
1: That's, you know what that is? That's another example two factor off. Yeah, absolutely. That's a physical token plus, I guess, a password uniquely. <laughs> well, I was trying to find a way of, ide- of classifying that password, a uniquely identifying kind of thing. You know, you need both. You need the head and the physical thing. So, but yeah, we we said we we'd stop talking about two factor auth and Pam. So we're gonna we're gonna move on. GR security and PAX. I classify them under the same category because they're they're by the same project. GR mm-hmm. security is a set of kernel patches that attempt to fix quote end quote a lot of f- holes in the linux kernel they're not necessarily holes but they are we'll say weaknesses because they're not inherently vulnerabilities because again in the end it all depends on on implementation and and what you allow access to what and so forth but gr security or gr sec as it's commonly referred to closes a lot of these things yeah now,
0: what i'd say is it sort of solidifies some common vectors that people might use to try to yeah get at you
1: yeah that's a, gr- a great way of putting that and it's very similar to sc linux which again we'll talk about in a second it's very similar to sc linux in that aspect where it's it's still it closes a lot of the common holes that may be there from less attentive admins and let's face it it is really hard to be totally thorough in your security so it's it's still a good yeah. idea
2: Yeah, listen, I mean, you know, you can't hit every single thing that's coming out there. Right. It's just, you know, react as much as you can, but be as proactive Mm -hmm. as you can, too, you know.
1: Yeah, really strive for the proactive thing, definitely. For sure. So that's GRSEC. PAX sort of like a memory. I, I just found out tonight. I thought it was only user land tools, but it turns out it is a legitimate kernel patch or set of kernel patches. Which I guess I didn't realize because when I always used it, you know, it was was just a package kind of a thing. It didn't – I didn't think twice about it. But, yeah, it turns out it is an actual set of kernel patches as well that handle memory protection.
0: Yeah, so it's meant to basically prevent, like, buffer overflows, which we've talked about plenty. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, a a very large percentage of vulnerabilities that are found in – Various software packages that we've talked about, you know uh, what, have all been related. I'm to gonna, I'm gonna stop overflows. you there.
1: I, I would say that may be the case in the past, but we're looking at different things now. We're looking at, at like sort of cipher attacks these days. I would say more so than buffer overflows, directly, you know, related to the, to the programs. I mean, you can say that, but look at just the vulnerabilities that we've actually covered in our own podcast yeah some have been buffer overflows but i would say the majority of them have been like protocol attacks and and socket attacks and things like that Mm. on actual calls rather than actual like overflows you know it's neither here nor there but it is still a very common attack vector i'll say i i hear you typing away and i don't know what you're looking up but i feel like you're going to tell me in a second moving aside uh that or moving on (laughs) that I'm loving this because this is like, this is, I'm actually getting drunk now because I, I. I know, not... and we
0: can hear you getting progressively slower, <laughs> like struggling to find the right fucking words. <laughs> oh, The packs is the stuff I install it <laughs> from a package. Yeah, the packs. I feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm perfectly <laughs> intelligible.
1: Aaron, let me know. Aaron does this wonderful thing where he lets us like he sends like a, a post edit notes. Every time, every time he edits, yes. Our thank you for that. By the yeah, way, yeah. By the way, thank awesome. you, really. those are those are awesome, those are super helpful. Aaron, Except when you talk about Peyton and say nice shots. Shut things, up, shut, shut up. the fuck up, uh, uh, Um <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> whoa. So he, he he does this super useful thing. Anyways, Aaron, let me know if I'm getting too drunk. I know. I think in the last episode he told me not to get drunk, but you know what? Fuck it, I'm getting drunk anyways. <laughs> I couldn't help it because I'm I'm on <laughs> he an empty stomach his and own questions. and I'm I'm drinking straight uh, rum. You know what? I have a Coke. I should probably mix this rum with Coke. Maybe you should just drink the Coke. No,
0: it will mix inside no. of you. No, 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 no. No, it will no. mix inside of you. No, no.
2: But but here's
1: still the thing. I'm, I'm still relatively heard... lucid when I when I talk because I've given I've given like hope to or not hope.
2: You are you relatively. Do you lucid think right I now? am?
1: Do you think I'm making valid uh, points?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I can...
0: slurring. I'm making valid points. You're just slurring. taking your time about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well.
1: You know, whatever. We can edit that out, I guess. The Pax. the key thing I wanted to talk about with PAX is you really should have both. You should have GRSEC and PAX uh, because PAX predicts memory space allocation. And there's a user land tool called, I think it's PAX Utils or PAX Tools, one of those. And that also adds like an extra layer. So you, you're, I definitely, given the choice between SE Linux and GRSEC slash PAX, I would definitely choose GRSEC and PAX. So
0: let me ask you something. And, um... So, someone in our IRC channel, I think it might have been the tech steward. Shout out. Jim, yeah. Um,
2: Shout out to Jim.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: so, I think that you can, something You, that you can hear dis- on S0E18, by the way. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. something
0: he specifically pointed out was this sort of perspective we have because, you know, you're more veteran than Peyton or I. Yeah. And uh, so, in my environment, we have CentOS and Red Hat boxes. Mm-hmm. I've really only used SE Linux. But I have done it, you know successfully whatever but uh for me as a, a sysadmin, admin what is going to be different for me as the admin of a box that's
1: using gr security and packs oh from SE linux you know what that's that's our that's next up on the list in this topic so let's go ahead and move into SE linux so SE linux we'll introduce it first it's it's it is enabled in the kernel so it's it's not a purely user land thing but it is I'd say it's largely controlled through user land which makes a big kind of a difference between that and gr security at the very least gr security is mostly handled in kernel and sc linux is largely handled in user space and i i want to take a moment here and specify that doesn't necessarily mean it has more holes or it's it's more easily circumvented normally that's what that would be the case with user land controlled security mechanisms but Se Linux does a fantastic job, and I hate saying that because it was initially developed by NSA, by the NSA. Of course NSA. it was. Um, but they released it, and it is open source. And NSA really isn't all that involved anymore, so I I don't distrust it. I'll put it that way. I don't distrust it. I just prefer GR second packs as far as differences and how you handle administration of it. I would say Se Linux is maybe more granular and more. Easily changed on that granular level, but it also requires more granular control. In other words, you need to put a lot more time into configuring things with SE Linux. But you're going to be able to make more things work.
0: You know, if you install Red Hat or CentOS, mm-hmm. SE Linux by default is usually enabled. Yes. And one of the first things that people often do is is you know set enforce zero. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, So that's effectively disabling SE Linux for those of
0: you who don't use CentOS. In the current session only. Or or SE Linux. It
1: changes when you reboot unless you change the config file, but yes. Right, right, right. right.
0: If you're a new admin and you install Red Hat on a web server, you know, in your opinion, first of all, I think we could all agree that you should not actually disable SE Linux to make whatever it is that you're trying to do work.
1: Yeah, whenever possible, and there are some cases where you can't because you're dealing with a lot of dynamic files and a lot of sort of dynamic interaction and things like that. In which case, SE Linux might not be ideal. But whenever you can, leave it enabled. Yeah. And just add rules. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, you know,
0: for somebody who is new, what is your advice for jumping into SE Linux?
1: There is a fantastic talk about that i'll link to it in the show notes of course but there is mm-hmm. <laughs> stop disabling se i
0: actually i linked it before we started talking about it in channel no shit i i didn't mm. notice that which is weird because i usually read backlog well I, I mean like four minutes ago oh okay okay got it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i i, I already it. have
1: that in the show notes so i beat you to it yeah so there is stop disabling se linux.com and it gives you it's basically just a landing page, but it links to a really fantastic talk about SE Linux. It's a very easy-to-understand talk by a Red Hat developer who's been working on SE Linux for years. You know, years! Um, he talks about, like, why SE Linux is a good thing, and then and then he talks about, like, really effective ways of using SE Linux. So you don't need to disable it. He's like, you you should really stop disabling it here's how to actually use it to your advantage and here's what you need to do to make it work it's the talk basically kind of feels like a fact you know frequently asked questions you know
0: it's only an hour of your life oh yeah so yeah. if you're at all curious just watch it
1: yeah you know I personally yeah. immensely learned from that talk it's a great talk I find that a lot of red hat stuff is not maybe the best. Uh, like their official documentation their their documentation okay but it's, it's okay what i don't not like about the
0: their documentation and this is sort of an aside is they tell you what to do but not necessarily why yeah exactly exactly and and that bugs well, me like if i if i'm doing something i, I want to know things. why i'm doing it you know because yeah. that's really greater understanding right yeah that's learning exactly true but it's better than nothing i guess so by the way i like when you drink because you agree with me more often <laughs>
1: <laughs> i wouldn't say that i wouldn't go that far but i am maybe more easygoing but yeah no that's that is you're an asshole you're an asshole i i would agree with that statement though yeah it's true like they it does have its problems but it's still what doesn't though no 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 it it, it does it definitely does but it's still it's decent we'll call it that way it's decent mm-hmm. i wouldn't compare mm-hmm. it to the arch wiki documentation which i'm a total fanboy for we all know Gen this. Gentoo Wiki for life? No, no. The Gentoo Wiki's <laughs> far surpassed it, by the Arch Wiki at this point. It used to be freaking awesome. It used to be awesome. We're, we're moving off topic again. Aaron, I am so sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm not. I love you, Strong Sad. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and so if you're just setting up or establishing a system with a particular service yeah. or set of services, read your logs. Uh, well, there's something called permissive mode for SE Linux. That will not actually block what you're trying to do, but will just print all the messages no, 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 as no, if no, it no, were no. blocking. No, no, no.
1: That no no. That's not what permissive does. Permissive only logs it. And forcing logs and blocks it.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't actually block anything. It just tells you what it would do. Okay.
1: Oh, so you're suggesting like they run permissive while they deploy yes. and then check the you logs know, it, and then. Add you don't the always have and...
0: time to get something running with SE Linux properly right away. Yeah,
1: so that... We've all been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in not last episode, but the one before it with Eric, my boss on it, we talked about Mm graylisting. Permissive mode in SE Linux is an exact example of of graylisting, where it'll still let you do it, but it'll log And it does a really great job of logging it. All
2: the things. Yeah, all the
1: things. Um, Very many things. Very many things. You you will be very surprised. (laughs) More
2: things than you want to know are being logged
1: currently. Um, So at the very least, have that and and use like a remote syslog server or something. Make sure you, you, or or in recent versions, uh, a remote journal D server. So you at least have a verified copy of those logs. I would recommend getting your your rules in place and all set up, and keeping it set to enforced, because that'll mm-hmm. actually that'll actively stop the attack or or attempted attack or what have you, and it'll log it. So you'll have an audit trail as well.
0: Well, you know, my next question then for you would be like, I've used S E Linux. Mm-hmm. We use it on everything front facing where I personally work. I think we talked about this in maybe even we, Season Zero. Yeah, we probably have. Yeah. Um, but in, in what case would I then want to take the extra steps to to
1: use GR Security and Pax? I, I would actually not recommend using SE Linux and GR Security slash Pax. No, no, I know, I know. I, I'm saying instead of
0: SE Linux, oh, more work. The,
1: the duality there, I would say, is largely preference.
0: I'd be interested to hear what anybody else thinks about yeah. this, like... Because, you know, you're telling us that you think GR security and PAX is a better option, but... Well, I'm, I say I prefer hear people... it. I yes, wouldn't say it's But you don't really hear people option. talk about it.
1: Yeah, because they do lag a little bit behind the current release. Um, and recently, you know, there's been, admittedly, a lot of abuse of GRSec and, and including it in, like, firmware and stuff without proper attribution. So he moved the Stable releases to licensing only, you can still get the development versions, really? yeah, yeah, hmm. uh, which is okay and still properly under the GPL and stuff like that. Um, so there's no problem there, and I understand why he did it. I mostly use Arch, so it's not really a problem anyway, since we use mostly bleeding edge. There is, by the way, an AUR package for GRSec.
0: That I mean, no, I just know. by nature
1: of how you described it
0: it seems like it forces you to have a little bit better practice yeah
1: yeah um, which may not necessarily agree with your distros practice but uh, like for arch puts a lot of things in slash SRv slash htTP for web content um, which is pretty accurate to the FHS most recent version forget the I forget the version number and yeah like NSA really hasn't done a whole lot for it. Even, even before the Snowden leaks and all that, before they went crazy with the Patriot Act and stuff like that, like, they've, they released it, but they haven't really done much since, you know, is what I'm, what I'm getting at with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the NSA actually does have a really good guide, and I I guess I'll link this in the show notes as well. They, I I feel like I have before, though. Um, The NSA does have a really good guide for, at least on RHEL slash CentOS 5, securing your server, like, if you're brand new to, to Linux security, it's a really good checklist to follow. So, kudos to them for that. I don't think they have released a, a newer version for 6 or 7. You know, a lot of the concepts carry over. They they, aren't, they weren't always the nefarious organization that a lot of we sometimes make them out to be or other security people make them out to be or whatever.
2: Well, I don't think anyone is really trying to make them be all bad. It's the problem is that they—they've
1: done some have bad been stuff. bad, yeah,
2: yeah. They've done some some very terrible yeah. things. That, but it's let's like, it's like hold the but fuck But on, let's not
1: know? make their entire legacy about that. They have contributed to Linux and open source and stuff in the past. Valid and really valuable contributions at that.
2: You know, every time that I hear the word open source, I think of. Foxtrot the cartoon or the comic Mm -hmm. in the newspaper and the mom going open source and it's the son Jason is saying no mom open source (laughs) oh
1: like open source yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um
2: and he writes java his dad asked for java and he writes some javascript and hands it to him dad's looking at like what is this i don't know what this (laughs) is yeah yeah it's, it's lame, oh. but it's, it's
1: funny. I, I feel that. like we should do a whole a whole episode on Java and the mess that's become with Oracle. But we're going to keep on going with our, our discussion topic of, of security mechanisms. We got the big ones out of the way with, with the, the extra ones, you know, with GR Second Packs and, and SE Linux and stuff. Obviously, stop by in our IRC channel. You've got information on that at com slash contact.php there's information on our irc there i may or may not i can't remember still have the irc applet there so you can just connect right to our irc channel but yeah join us in irc we'd love to talk about with you we've got other sysadmins in there as well who listen to us who who we trust and and can vet for Uh, a lot of good guys on our channel and who really would want to help you out so so we've got a lot of knowledgeable people in there who would love to help you out and and help Oh my god. You implement. <laughs> Calm yourselves. Oh my god! What is so funny? You're so
2: drunk.
1: I am pretty drunk, but look, I'm, I'm like, I'm still.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm trying to put on a fucking show here. Look, since the beginning, we've talked about how we're we, on a show, right? how, how we drink on the show,
2: right? Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with I'll, that. By all means. But you know, I had
0: two beers. I'm doing okay, man.
1: Yeah, I've been drinking straight run this entire time.
0: Yeah, well, that's my point. <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> my god. Maybe you need to reel it in a little. <laughs> all right. Maybe. Maybe I should. I should just put the cap back on. But whatever. My point being. We've got a lot of knowledgeable people and skillful people in our channel hanging out all the time Indeed. and idling and yeah, 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 just a lot of really cool people in there who would love to help you out. We've even got a couple of windows admins too. So yeah, join the channel. Talk with us.
2: Sucks to be them.
1: No, I mean, some people like it. Um, You know, it is what it is. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not cool. Dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, it is what it is, you know, whatever, but we've got them in there is my point and we would love to help you out. We're we're I think we're a pretty cool channel. So, you mm-hmm. should join us. I think so. Moving back on the to topic. I know I'm I'm like jumping all over the place. I realize that, but whatever. I want to make sure people feel welcome in our RC channel, and like, yeah, we're all curmudgeonly, surly admins. Honestly, the only one who's not
0: feeling welcome at any point in time is probably me. Yeah,
1: because yeah. By the way, it's even in our topic. You're welcome to trash Jathan when you join our channel, or, or so if me you need a something. yeah. If you need a punching bag, Jathan's your guy. So they're they're standard, sl- like asterisk Nix, you know, like general Unix, Linux, whatever, style permissions systems um so the first is octal and I, I will post a link to the cheat sheet that is handy i use it for a little bit until i memorize them and it's i promise it's really easy to memorize but and it's worth doing definitely worth doing yeah
0: and it's worth being able to read like an lsla output yeah and being able to look at it and be like, "Oh, this is 770. Well, that's this not seven seventy.
1: That's that's a symbolic representation. That's not the actual octal mode. Um, so I'll I'll touch on that in a, a second. But the octal modes is is what you want to use um, most of the time because it's a it's a surefire. Uh, it's an absolute policy, I guess we'll call it. Uh, you know, these are things like zero seven zero zero. And things like that. You'll want to know the SUID and GUID and sticky bits and stuff like that.
2: Sticky bits, huh?
1: Sticky bits, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: and realize often octal permissions are representative as three numbers. Four. No. Four. I'm saying, hey, I'm saying hey. often they are represented as three. Like you're reading through a guide and they'll tell you to do, you know, 700 or something. stupid. But there are actually four numbers, is what I was trying to say before I...
1: Anyways, yeah, so they are oh legitimately four placeholders. I mean,
0: I try to make a valid point, and I just get shit on. That's why people think I'm an idiot.
1: <laughs> no, because they I, think well, you're an idiot, because you're mean, an actual idiot. You know. But...
0: Go, Go ram it, j on Fucking Germany. <laughs> Guggenheim, Guggenheim, or whatever. No, the Guggenheim... <laughs> <laughs> the
1: Guggenheim was a museum designed by Frank
2: Goudramingen.
1: <laughs> Guggenheim was a- wait 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 real talk. The Guggenheim was a museum designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. All right, that's yes, not-
2: a very nice museum. on My, and, and he made airplanes. I would right?
1: love to visit. I
2: would. He, he did he not made- make airplanes. <laughs> he was an kidding. architect. Not I'm just kidding. He was. <laughs> The premier architect. I'm just kidding. Anyhow, oh I would love Anyhow. to visit
1: Beaver Falls, too. Please, please move please, on. You on. know, <laughs>
2: shit on jathan than as much as possible, moving on. everyone. I'm
1: going to just slash ignore j for a second.
2: Learn that's
1: that first placeholder. Learn the four-digit octomodes, not just the three. Um, nine times out of ten, I use a three, but it's handy to know what the octomodes and sticky bits, uh, or what the uh, sticky bits and G-U-I-D and S-I-D Bits are for uh, because they are very useful. Um, we'll we'll post a calculator. Like there's a neat little link to like get like the octal mode. What? <laughs> what is so funny? Uh,
0: like we'll post a calculator. No
1: no 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 no! no, no, no. It's an octal mode calculator for. <laughs> Did you just say calculator? Yeah.
0: Calculator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what that is. That's the... Oh my god. You guys are fucking bad That's the Louisiana accent breaking out is what that is. Oh
0: my god, I'm fucking crying. All right, I'm peeking all over Aaron's gonna be mad.
1: I got me a calculator in my pocket. I just whip out my calculator. I'll make fucking excuses. That is... No, it's not an excuse. It's a straight up exclamation. (laughs) Explanation. Not Exclamation. (laughs) That is, that is nasty coming out. Let me ask you
2: something.
1: Yeah, let me ask Holy you something. Holy shit, dude. Um, Peyton oh, would no. know. He Peyton, you shouldn't be laughing. You lived in Texas. Peyton's
0: got his shit together, man.
1: Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So there is a permissions and slash octal calculator uh, <laughs> that will give you, like, the, the representative value and so, so, so on and so forth. So, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's handy, but I would recommend learning the actual octals and like what they control because that's going to give you a deeper understanding. You know, that's going to give you very important. Yeah. Right off the bat, it's going to let you be like, oh, seven is everything for this Not to mention,
0: if it honestly keeps you from making a mistake, I encourage its use. I mean, yeah, I'm all for memorizing it. But if you're not sure, don't don't mess it up.
2: Jathan knows all about (laughs) making mistakes.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I my whole life one big mistake.
1: I may be drunk but at least I'm not a mistake. The Oh.
0: Uh... Oh. <laughs> damn. Oh. Shout out to my
1: parents.
2: Thanks a lot. Sick. Sick burn Mr. and there. Mrs.
1: Jaython, I am so sorry. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> this episode's going to
2: release when
0: they're out
1: here for graduation. I'm going to play it for them.
2: Perfect.
0: Perfect. Hey, oh
1: by God. the way, Mrs. Jaython, how you doing? So, that's that's octal modes, right? Like, we didn't really talk too much in depth about it, but there's not really much to talk about because it's it's largely numerical, and you kind of need a chart to to see where they're at. But the calculator should help you figure it out, and we'll we'll have a cheat sheet. As well. I said calculator. Calm down. <clears throat> but and we'll also post a cheat sheet to help you out and everything. But learn those, and and I've posted about it before. I know I have. But I'll link to it again in the show notes for this episode. The pink book will help you a lot with that. I don't think it's actually pink anymore. I think it's purple now. No.
0: Latest version is purple yeah. or blue.
1: But I, it's still uh, inc- like colloquially referred to as the pink book because the, the previous version was pink. And that was like the most recent version before. Whatever. There's a lot of history involved. Whatever. It's called the pink book. Deal with it. And then there's also ownership to consider which is mm-hmm. uh user and group and other other is always going to be just one set thing. It's, it's anybody else not specified, you know,
2: you know, I think we should just go ahead and move on to the, uh, CIS bad mess no, 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 no,
1: We, we, we still have like, no? like okay. extended attributes we want to talk about. And, okay. All right. Let's cause they, that. they enable like ACL and stuff like that. Um,
2: mm-hmm. rock on man.
1: Rock yeah, on. I know we're running hot. We're literally on one hour. Oh, who cares? 53 who cares? 30. Um, who, who cares? Yeah, who who cares? Aaron, I know. Sorry, I, this is another long episode, but like, you know, take your time, do it right. You've got a week to do it. Not a week, but a week and a half. Um, Yeah, so I, I kind of like that we're doing kind of longer episodes because we're still getting mm-hmm. our rants yeah. in and
2: Walking we're taking hey, our
1: time and it doesn't feel as rushed. So hopefully our listeners feel the same way. If you guys don't, let us know. I'll stop getting drunk during episodes and I will keep us much more on track
2: that would be a fucking travesty (laughs) just so you know
1: yeah because fucking i think this, like this and the previous episode are the only ones where i'm really drunk during episodes not really drunk not like not like uh on a
2: on a scale of one to fat checks how drunk are you
1: maybe six okay yeah I, i would say six or seven um but i'm still drinking so who knows so the 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 ownership, yeah. Keep in mind, like you can do some really nice stuff with ownership. You can add users to groups after they've been created. I don't, I, I see so many people not realize that you can totally do that. And a user's a user's primary group doesn't have to be shut up. A user's primary group doesn't have to be the same as as its username. You can you can create a user with a, a different group. You can create a user in the root group. For Pete's sake, I would not recommend it. You can also it.
0: change someone's primary group anytime. Right?
1: Yeah, you can. You can change their group. You can change your secondary groups. Um, I would not recommend adding a user to the root group. Right? away. please don't. Use, please do not do that. But uh, if you're in some weird situation where you require that, you can. All right. So that's pretty much ownership. Um, a lot of people confuse the ownership and groups. Ownership and permissions. They call them one and the same. They're different.
0: Well they do go hand in they hand. They go
1: hand in hand, absolutely. But permissions are octals and the ownership is user slash group, you know. Uh so yeah, they go hand in hand, but they're different aspects of the the bigger picture kind of access thing. Um lastly mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about extended attributes and you can do a lot of crazy stuff with this one.
2: Tell us, tell us, what can you do?
1: Alright, now I can tell you're patronizing and you can shut the hell up.
2: I'm not patronizing you. No, R- sir. Really? No, absolutely not.
1: Are you sure?
2: It's all sweet, <laughs> I feel like you are. I'm not. Okay. You would know if I was patronizing you. I treat you like <laughs> <times>. <laughs> That's,
1: That is true. Not much to say about ACL because it's not commonly used, and you need the uh, extended attributes flag enabled for the file system in. For example, fs tab or, or when you mount it or whatever. Um, so it, it needs to be enabled and the file system needs to support it. But you can do some really cool things like user explicit owner uh, overrides of the ownership and permission flags and things like that. Hmm. You, know, you can say everyone in this group can write to this file except for this user. Or you can say everyone in this group cannot write to this file except for this user which can write to this file. Things like that. You can do a lot of really crazy stuff. It adds a, a, a really awesome layer of flexibility to that sort of normal Unix layer type stuff permissions. And Jathan, you were saying you've used ACL before?
0: um <clears throat> So I, I should have clarified. I use ACLs on Solaris.
1: Which is still pretty similar.
0: Which is still pretty yeah. similar, yeah.
1: So, um, what file system does Solaris use, by the way? It's a... Uh... ZFS? No, 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 no. Bef- before ZFS. Old old school. Old school. Like, yes. S-
0: All, I, I don't Solaris know. Solaris 6. All of our boxes.
1: Like, like, the root pool is is ZFS. Oh, uh, okay. So you guys use ZFS. Yes. Got it.
0: Okay. Um, And <clears throat> so what that really allows us to do is have very fine-tuned control, you know, as you just described, yep. over directories. So um, I work at a research institution. Often there's collaboration that happens between various specific people
1: and multiple uh, groups
0: and and in multiple yeah. groups uh, in, in various different organizations with different usernames, different primary GIDs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, it allows us to uh, e- enable that collaboration on a <clears throat> one off basis and remove it at any time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's very important for what I do. There's other cases where I'm sure you could make a compelling argument that that's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a quick solution or a quick scenario with a quick solution is um, Payden and I are are working on a project together and we're both in different groups. Good luck, Peyton. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. So, uh, you know, Brent is our admin Um, You know, uh, a a simple solution would be for Brent to just say, uh, you know, group can read and write to this directory and then add me to Peyton's group. Mm -hmm. But really, um, that has global implications beyond what Brent could probably imagine because, um, you know, any folder Mm -hmm. then that's owned by that group, uh, I I could read or write to. So potentially, um, depending on the octals. But, um, you know, using an ACL or an extended attribute instead to just say uh, Jathan can now read and write to this directory or anything underneath it is much more specific. And therefore it's a safer
1: option. Yeah. So I guess uh, let's, let's take like a file server as an example, right? Because that's probably when these are going to be the most useful. So you've got maybe a directory slash opt, not opts, but var maybe, slash serve, whatever, slash something, something, slash resumes. And then in in resumes, you've got a subdirectory called um, IT prospects or IT underscore prospects would would be more likely. Um, Now you want both HR and the IT department heads, at least, to have access to those resumes. You don't want to add the IT admin or the IT hiring chiefs, so like CTO and, and the manager and stuff for the IT department. You don't want them to have access to all of HR's HR's group because they can see all then they'd be able to see all resumes and, and all payroll information and, and shit like that. And at the same time, you don't want HR to have access to all of IT groups uh resources. So like that'd be like passwords and whatever. Uh, Keep in mind, this is like a really old school architecture. There's better ways of doing this now, but whatever. Um, You would then, instead of creating a third group and heading all users from both of those groups into that third group, because that's that's just a headache waiting to happen. Like, what if one user joins, you know, either department down (coughs) the line? You don't want to have to add them to then like two or three or four or whatever groups. You can add an ACL that says, okay, both of these groups can access this directory. And that's an example of the extended attribute ACL.
0: Well, I thought I summed it up just fine before, but your (laughs) example works too. I I did it in about
1: five sentences, but whatever. And it took uh, (laughs) two times as long. It did not. Peyton?
2: It took uh, about two times as long, maybe. Well, you were explaining it more than just it does. Okay, exist. yeah,
1: I was giving a you, usage you actually, example, but I yeah. did already explain it. Yeah, well, I was giving it an example too, so I guess it.
2: Terribly, I, I, really, I literally sure.
1: made an example up on the this. No, Jathan oh, was well, ter yeah. was terribly. You were okay. Fine. What the fuck? <laughs> so, moving on to this, there there are normal <laughs> ATRs, normal attributes. You you can do without mounting it with with extended ATR or extended attributes. Things like chattr plus i, so it's immutable, which means you can you can't change it in any sort of way, which is which by the way is really handy if you're like on a VPS and a provider's fucking with their etsyresolve.com, for instance. Those yeah, fuckers. yeah chattr plus i etsyresolve and that shit their scripts ain't going to change it unless they have some kind of weird hook to say, to remove that. But it's really handy for, for things like this. You can do append only for files. So you can only add content to files instead of like deleting the file or removing or whatever. There's, there's a couple others really handy stuff. I would recommend looking into that as well. It's maybe not as useful as extended attributes, but it still definitely has its place. And Sure. And, and the For bonus sure. there is, you know, if you have a file system that supports it, you don't even need to mount it with the extended attribute. So that's cool. Lastly, the calculator, you shut the fuck up. Oh, the baddies, <clears throat> the baddies. Jason do you yeah. want to talk about this? Because yeah. you haven't really I can talk about this. talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Uh, I leave every fucking recording session feeling like a million bucks. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm, I'm so, drunk, so I feel great right about now.
0: For this week's CISB administration award, uh, a.k.a. the baddies, there was a central bank in Bangladesh. Bangladesh and, yeah. and hackers stole $80 million from the central bank because, wait for it, this central bank <laughs> had $10 routers in place. And they were not mm. running a firewall. Oh,
1: my God. Fucking consumer level off the shelf fucking gateways.
2: No firewalls. <laughs> yeah. No, they had a firewall. It just, They didn't turn know, it on? It was a wall that was... No, no, no. It was a wall that prevents fire from spreading. <laughs> they are like, oh, we have a firewall. We're good. The dollar yeah. bills could not literally
0: burn. Uh, and that's about where... Well, ends. the good news is
1: they the, the attackers were initially tr- trying for two bill but they made a typo. so they only they only Oops. walked off with what was it eight 80 mil eight mil 80
0: million 80 that's mil. Still a It's lot a huge of amount of money um, So we will link to this yeah. article. there is no specific person uh, uh, mentioned that's responsible for this but needless to say this is a collective award going to all of the dumb shits oh. that allowed this to happen. Or
1: if you're the person who made that decision, let us know and we will gladly award we'll send you a hoodie well, <laughs> We'll gladly, like, put the award strictly in your name. But, yeah, just to reiterate, the baddies are for people who make mistakes. We do this so you guys learn from their mistakes. And our mistakes.
0: That being said, even if you are in a small office, like you're at some startup, Mm. uh, don't chintz on your router purchase and...
1: Well, you can chintz on the router (laughs) as long as you fucking know what you're doing. Uh, Moral of
0: the story, don't Uh, go out and buy your, uh, you know... Your Linksys router, and then not establish some kind of firewall yeah. between your that's, clients. That's and, almost what. Don't router.
1: run your fucking infrastructure. No, no they in had the a DMZ. firewall. What,
0: they did. I don't think they did, man.
2: They, no, they had a firewall. Did you Literally, read the article? A, <laughs> no, no, it was a wall. <laughs> firewall. Oh, Fire. Jesus, H, H. That was their firewall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you what that's they would have said.
0: Gosh. Well, we didn't lose track at all tonight of what we're so saying,
2: so. All right, our our hats, our, our hats, our hoodies, our, our we tip a floppy disk to. <laughs> numb nuts in bangladesh right. for having no fucking clue whatsoever about what the fuck they're doing good fucking job you're number one so far yep keep up the yep. good work <laughs> <laughs> good
1: luck to you in your uh, your future endeavors of employment although my bet is in bangladesh they're probably a lot more per- permissive about that shit
2: probably uh well i i don't know anyone who wants to lose 80 million Well, right
1: but i don't think he's gonna lose his job like here you'd be you'd lose your job and be like blacklisted immediately you know
2: yeah that's, it's yeah so. still i you know I mean, part of me is just like he probably deserves to lose his job you yeah know? i mean
1: no that's be that's test, gross negligence mean. i would say
2: yeah yeah it's gross, 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 gross that's yeah. completely it's completely outside what? the realm of what the when f- most, fuck were you thinking? When most
1: home wireless networks are more protected than a bank's, you know you got
2: problems <laughs> I got internet problems, but Wi-Fi ain't one of <laughs> <laughs> so this has been System this is Brent
0: I'm
1: Jonathan uh,
0: page i love my <laughs> I love this I love this one. I I I love this one. I love I